0: Lifelong help seeker, and I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 164 of Confidence from Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today we're going to be talking about our emotions and mindset plateaus. And I wanted to bring this conversation forward because. I see this is fall at the time of this recording, and there's a lot of intention that women are putting into getting back on track and starting over and starting fresh, if that's where you are at, or if you stay consistent throughout the summer, at least in North American summer, uh, really going deeper and really getting and sustaining the results you want. I feel this is a good time to talk about what else besides food and some of the more typical lifestyle strategies that we talk about in weight loss and in my case, weight release that I wanted to be thinking about. And I really wanted to go deep today in the topic of emotions and mindset plateaus and really how by uncovering some of those things that you may have thought about or not thought about before that it could actually help you get deeper and get the results you want. So just to begin this conversation, I believe that any weight release strategy that's sustainable has three components. The first component is going to be our physiological changes, you know, working with our bodies, understanding our DNA and what is your body's actual unique blueprint, almost like your user manual for your body so that we can make the best possible physical choices and uncover your physical root causes to get the best results. The second aspect of and that would include also hormones, all that good stuff. The second bucket is your lifestyle, meaning what is your stress levels, you know, what is physically around you like pollution and toxins and chemicals, mold, all that good stuff. But also your sleep schedule and your, you know, ability to handle life's curveballs, which of course we all experience them on a regular basis, all of that. And the final bucket is really our emotional capacity, our resilience, our ability to interpret reality and through our perceptions. And actually, get as close as humanly possible to this beautiful place of neutrality that we are experiencing life, but we're now living in a reactive lifestyle, meaning that every little emotion brings us in this massive emotional roller coaster. And that sometimes some of us, you know, have this like, thought process that we cannot stop thinking about something that happened or playing different scenarios. There's so much energy that gets spent in this you know, mental roller coaster. And for some women, that is one of the primary reasons why they can't stay on track. And I mean that meaning you may know exactly what to do. You may know exactly what are the things that are best for you, that are healthiest for you but it's still very difficult to implement. It's very difficult to do that. Maybe you can for a short period of time, or if you have like external motivation or somebody like keeping you accountable, but then you know it falls apart or it gets stressful and then you just go back to your previous habits. And that is a very common process, but it doesn't have to be your journey. It doesn't have to be your experience. And one of the reasons, first thing I wanted to tell you is that Anything that's external to you, accountability, motivation, any of those, you know, outside sources are very, very costly and actually they're not worth it long-term because if you're not taught or if you're not, if you don't learn how to be self-sufficient, how to be self-motivated, how to be really intrinsically driven towards the goals It's either because your goals are not actually your goals. (laughs) There's somebody else's ideas of what you should be doing. Or you have placed way too much focus and emphasis on other people's opinions, what I call the authority voices in our lives, as opposed to looking deep and saying, what do I want? Because if you are internally motivated and inspired nobody needs to remind you to do anything or get out in the morning and go conquer your day. The problem is a lot of times our weight goals or weight release goals are not linked, connected to something that is deeply meaningful to us. We want to be healthier. We want to look better. We want more confidence, absolutely. But if there's a disconnect in the behind the reasons why you actually want these things, if you haven't yet made that very deep linkage, a lot of times you rely on external forces and that's when it all falls apart. The moment those external forces are gone. My job and my let's say real passion in life is to teach women self-sufficiency and really bringing that focus internal. So you are the only person that can get in your way, but also the only person that's pulling you forward and motivating you. So you don't rely on anyone else, which I think is sort of like the ideal scenario. So with that in mind, let's just kind of dissect a little bit, you know, when you think about those emotions that are keeping you stuck, and i made many other episodes on that, and I have one that I'm going to mention to you later that you can explore it deeper to really understand some of those emotional, you know, reasons for weight way those. But for today, I wanted to give you something very practical. So if you are in a place that you know, yes, you know, I'm putting the focus quite outside of myself and I want to bring that back in and feel really empowered, but also you know that your emotions, you know, how you react to stress or difficult situations makes it hard for you to stay on track. And one of the ways to know if that's a problem for you is actually looking at excuses. I call it excusitis. (laughs) Uh, Anytime that we make excuses, and we procrastinate, we postpone, we delay things, I'll do it later, I'll do it tomorrow, there's a high chance that it is um, almost like this little red flag that it's telling me that there's something missing in your connection, like you're not really able to see how doing whatever weight release strategies uh, it is, how it's actually benefiting you, uh, it's almost like it's still feels like you're oh, it's climbing this mountain and your mind is getting in the way. So that is one of the things, for example, oh, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough resources. You know, anything that it's not like I'm going to figure it out no matter what, I'm not going to do my best. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Like, unless if you're not in that absolutely determined mind space, this whole episode probably applies to you, at least aspects of it, because your mind is getting in the way somehow and our minds are Brilliant! They're able to craft the most incredible excuses that sound very legit. But if they're keeping you from what you want, let's address them. And no matter how good the excuses, let's address it. The four areas that I want to break this down and make it really practical for you, in terms of you being able to really master this self sufficiency power and really bring that power back into you, uh, in in a way like four steps or four different avenues you can take to overcome some of those, you know, mindset blockages and and emotional blockages are effort, focus, duration, and hidden agendas. So I'm going to go into my details. Less out of effort. If there's a goal that you want to achieve and this, of course, goes way beyond wage release, but we're using wage release as our frame here, right? That is our the theme of this podcast and really what we're here to do. But you can then, once you use this for wage release, you can apply that for career, finances, relationships, whatever you want. But in terms of effort is, I wanted to ask yourself this four questions so it's one per area. And of course, you can go back later in general on them if you choose. But in terms of effort, I wanted you to contemplate how much discomfort or delaying gratification can you sustain? And a lot of times, the reason why women fall off the wagon during summer, vacation, holidays, is that either the discomfort, it's too much versus what they want to experience. So there's like a little bit of fear of missing out or things like that. But also in some cases, It's the inability to delay gratification. Meaning, if I eat a cookie, I'm going to have this intense, you know, momentary relaxation feeling good, even though it's going to put me way farther away from my goals. Whereas somebody that is able to really hold and delay gratification and sit a little bit in the discomfort of the craving or discomfort of those emotions that we so desperately want to suppress you will be surprised by how much you can get out of, of going through the process and feeling your emotions and not trying to run away from the discomfort. And that would increase your tolerance for feeling the discomfort, but also with time, it can shift what it even means to be in that discomfort and feels like. So how much discomfort or delaying gratification can you sustain? The second level of overcoming those emotional plateaus is focus. When I say focus, a lot of times we focus on something while it feels good, right? <laughs> then we focus on something else. Um, sometimes people call it like the busyness syndrome. There's many t- t- topics for this or names for this. But in terms of focus is if you are able to focus on something long enough, it will work, period. And that is very true in business as well, that we see this all the time. Businesses, you know, not working out because they focus on it while it feels exciting. And the moment it doesn't feel exciting anymore, people try something else. In dieting, I call this the diet, uh, the shiny diet syndrome, because we start something. So we have this like search of hope and excitement. It's new, it's bright and shiny. And then you start doing the steps and it's like, oh my gosh, this is not as exciting as I thought because... The novelty has passed, and then we have like this dip. What we call like this, you know, dip in our excitement level, whatever you want to call it, uh, and then it doesn't feel good anymore. So we focus on something else, and we keep stuck in the shiny diet syndrome. So my question is, how long can you actually stick to a plan, and especially like? the plan that I put together for my clients, like the plan works. It is very much based on your needs and it's proven over time. But if you have a plan that works, can you work the plan? How long can you focus and stick to something? The third level is duration. And this is one of my favorite ones. And it is all about expanding your time horizon. And when it comes to weight release, I want you to play the long game. A lot of times women come to me and they say that what they want is not the scale to budge. What they want is to feel healthier. But if they feel healthier and the scale doesn't move, they feel disappointed. <laughs> so the truth is, you probably want the scale to bud. And for most women, at least the ones that I work with, even though health is, the, or better health is, is this very beautiful, socially acceptable reason that a lot of times we use, That is not really what we're after. <laughs> we're a lot more short-term minded individuals normally. I wanted to really experience. Bend your time horizon and not think about what can I get out of this diet in six months, but really think about, okay, me 20 years in the future. So really expand it. What choices would I have wished I made today? Me 20 years in the future, what do I wish I knew if I had today's body with the wisdom of the future? I love this future pacing questionings because it looks like it becomes like every decision, everything quotations you think you're missing out becomes so tiny, almost insignificant when you expand the time horizon. Whereas if you're thinking about it as in one day at a time, 24 hours, it feels really big, right? Because it's a huge pot of today, but it's such a tiny little grain of sand in the whole big scheme of things. And if you want to play the long game and you want to have this beautiful, healthy life, it is very important that we Look at the macro rather than the micro in terms of choices. Because when you start improving your health and changing your diet and your lifestyles, it may take some time. Like it took you, for some of the women that I work with, a couple of decades, if not longer, for the situation they currently face to really develop. So it wouldn't be fair to your body to expect that in a couple of short months, you will be able to revert everything. So once you expand the time horizon, it becomes a lot more realistic and doable because your goal is truly magnificent. Your goal is truly health and well-being. And we have, we're we given ourselves the luxury of time, which we have, even if we perceive we don't, to get there. And every step counts, even lateral steps. But let's just expand the time horizon. And the last, so we talk about effort focus, duration. Now the final step, the fourth step in this progression is your hidden agendas. And that is probably one of the hardest things for women to contemplate. So I'll give you the prompt and then we can go a little deeper into it and I'll give you some examples. The prompt for hidden agendas is, are you aware of what you're gaining for eating the sugar or drinking the alcohol, whatever it is, or what are you avoiding by not putting your needs first? So I'll say this again. When you make a choice that you believe is not healthy for you, that's derailing your progress, what are you gaining by making that choice? Or on the other side of the coin, what are you avoiding or delaying by doing so? And that is probably one of the most powerful questions you could ever ask yourself because the hidden agendas of our minds is how the mind keeps kind of like running the show. And the moment you start to uncover the hidden agendas and you shed light on them, the mind goes it gets like busted. Like it's like, oh, I can't play this hidden card anymore because it's no longer hidden. And it sounds simple, it sounds like, yeah, you know, there's things, but if you actually put time into uncovering this, you will be surprised. For myself, like I would say the very also, the most significant realizations that I had in terms of the agendas was that I dealt with releasing alcohol from my life of really understanding what it was doing for me, but most importantly, what it was trying to, you know, keep me from seeing or helping me avoid. And the moment that you understand, then you can actually use, you know, a lot more like self-governance and deciding to feel or not feel certain things. You don't need this external numbing source to do that for you. Now, hidden agendas are a little bit deeper and trickier, and this is one of the huge areas of focus I have in my work and the women that I work with. We go really deep, and there's many different strategies we use to uncovering that. But I wanted to give you sort of the next step so that you can start to really understand this deeper and contemplate it. So what I recommend you do next, so two things. First thing, is listen to episode 152, and I'm gonna link it in the show notes. And that episode is um, really gonna help you understand some of the reasons behind emotional weight struggles. And I talk about hidden agendas as well, so that you're starting to really put the pieces together. It's like, oh, this possibly is what's happening for me. And the next thing that I wanted to offer you is that you, at this time of this recording, you're. Uh, we are opening our doors to speaking with women on how we can help you uncover your own hidden agendas and go deep in your way to release journey. So if you want to apply for a private call in this call, what we do is that we ask you a series of questions. There's also a questionnaire that you have to uh, complete before your application uh, comes in. And in that call, through asking you questions, we help you uncover what is the biggest domino, like the biggest set in the agenda, and what can you do? What are the next steps in terms of helping you overcome it? And if we are a good fit to work together, we will let you know how. But if not, we are happy to send you resources and point you in the right direction. We work with a very specific uh, type of women. Uh, so if we are not a fit, no pressure whatsoever. We will send you on your way with the right resources to empower you. So if you're interested, go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash apply so you can book your call and or apply for your call and we're happy to chat with you and help you go deeper in uncovering some of these and many more uh, hidden agendas that may be holding you back from getting the results you want. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll chat with you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within.